0: Oh, hey, Olivia. We never talked before the show actually starts, but we have some very, very important news to share with people. Really ready important? For this? Like, super? Bi- like, come on. Insanely important. Like, right. the biggest news ever. A, ever. ever. Oh, okay, yes. They have a vaccine for the, for the virus. No, there is a virus. That's what I was going to tell everybody. Oh, okay. I don't know if people right. are aware, but there's been a virus <laughs> keeping many people at home for a couple of months. Yeah. And one of the things that this virus has done is given people a lot more... Free time. True. Now, that is uh, whether true. We're, whether we're using that correctly or not, we've talked about it on the past podcast. We'll talk about it again here. Uh, but um, one thing that people always say, it's like, oh, I don't have time to pray. I don't have time to work out. And then we realize um, when we have all this time that we're actually not great people. Right. Well, if you find yourself in that position, Liv does. I know she does. All the time. you find yourself in, in this position, uh, what you can do as penance for all of your multitude of sins. You can't go to confession, so just do some penance anyway. You can go to the iTunes iTunes Podcast Store or just the podcast store. They took the iTunes off. What do I care? Leave a five-star review. Now, taking the 30 seconds and giving the review isn't the penance. That's it's not taking, the penance? No, taking like it's actually thinking that the show is three-star and giving it five stars anyway. <laughs> That's the penance. That's the penance. I see what you did there. Yeah, you so, made me give five
1: stars. What the heck? I didn't even have a choice. I, it was basically a hostage situation. I was trapped in that room, and you said you're not allowed to get out till you get five stars, and I said fine.
0: Yeah, because your mama always said, you know, if uh, if you don't ain't got nothing nice to say, don't say nothing. So if you ain't going to leave a five-star review, just don't do it. Just don't do it. We got to start a show now. Stop talking. Stop talking. All right. We're having a good time here as Olivia bounces like a little bunny rabbit to the music because apparently that's how <laughs> middle-aged white women dance, is just like a bunny rabbit. That's phenomenal. Where did you learn that that style of dancing, Olivia? I'm trying to make you laugh,
1: Taylor, because I'm not allowed to say things when you start the show. So, try to get all in you your head.
0: To, all you have to do is exist for me to laugh at you. See? <laughs> so why not add a little bounce? Speaking of laughing at you, I I had a whole segment that was going to lead today's show. Super topical. It connected a whole bunch of things. You lie. You did not lie. I I did. Please. It it is going to be our third segment today. I'm ready. Okay. Why? Because you did something that absolutely bumped the lead to the last segment. Because obviously, the second segment is is always our guest. Today, our guest is Father Agustino Torres. That dude is the bomb. Yeah, he's so cool. You're so cool. Not. You're so in, mean. In our final segment, we're going to be talking about what I wanted to leave the show with. But oh, you, geez. Olivia Eugene Harrison. Oh, God. You posted something yesterday that <laughs> you are the queen of ridiculous things. You're the queen of not recognizing when you're saying ridiculous things most of the time. I point them out to you. Our Instagram DMs are just me yelling at you. It's and true. You're
1: so horrible. <laughs> if I were to print those, people would be like, why do you talk to this guy? I say things like, you're like one of my best friends. And I'm sure people are very confused by that, but maybe I just, I'm a
0: masochist. I don't know. Um, sure. Whatever you want (laughs) to say. You said it, not me. So here's the thing. Everything I say upsets you. Go ahead. What is it? I I point out the ridiculous. Oh my gosh. you did the most ridiculous thing in the world yesterday. You just
1: don't understand
0: me. That's all. Oh, you don't understand you. (laughs) And I'm about to enlighten you. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks Taylor. I'm so glad you're here. So there's this concept. I just need to let people know. There's this concept and we're gonna we're gonna play a game because that's what I'm going to do with your life, is just play a game with it. You're so um, mean. We're gonna play a game that we haven't played on the show. In over a year. I mean, like, since... I don't think we've played it since we started with co-hosts a year and a half ago. Okay. Like, this is a game that I played with producer Sam because it was it's a thing that I do in person a lot, a lot of times, to kill time. And so here we are, you know, two months into quarantine shows, and I have all this great con- content, and instead, we're going to kill time by playing this game. Because you, Olivia... You posted your life verse. Now, here's what I have to tell people before you even get into yours. Essentially, this concept of life verse, if you've never heard about it, it's like, this is the verse that like, I mean, oh. this is, is my, my, my favorite verse. Oh my this gosh. Is, this is um, the verse that means a lot to me. Like your life verse is essentially like, this is the verse you're pinning my life on, right? Yeah. A- and you posted you're your so life You're so mean! Verse, which, if you posted your life verse and it was good, I mean, like, I would be so proud of you, but your life verse might be the thing most opposite from you I've ever heard in my entire life. Do you did remember you what see? it was? Yes, I've got it right here. And did you see the person
1: for who I posted it for? She came back and she wrote, this is so perfect. This is the most perfect verse to describe you. And then wrote perfection down at the bottom. So see, ugh, on you, Taylor.
0: Here's, here's the thing. You A don't get the- it. A lot, no, I get it. And I'm no, to, you don't. I'm about to mansplain it to you. Oh Here's the my thing. gosh. That's Here's called everyday. What? There's a difference between being nice and being loving. That person was insanely nice to you. Oh my gosh. I may have been rude but I was the loving one in that scenario oh my because there's no way that this verse is your life verse. We have to let the people know. Can, Can you please- I
1: explain why it's my life verse? You don't even care. Wait, That's the no, thing about no, you. No, you make no. your own this judgments and
0: you decide. I do decide. Cause I'm always you're, right. Read, read the verse. Stop arguing. Sure. And read the verse. Sure. Just, just let
1: people it's know. from Isaiah chapter 50, verse four. The Lord God has given me a well-trained tongue that I might know how to answer the weary, a word that will waken them.
0: Here's the thing that is true. Your words do waken people because you, like myself, are very loud. But Olivia Harrison, obviously there are people that I know that are not, like, practicing Christians or practicing Catholics. But of the, like, practicing Catholics that I know, uh-huh. you have the least well-trained tongue of everyone. You mean because I cuss? Literally everything. Almost everything you say, I have to fix. It's not a problem. <laughs> so, Taylor... That is the
1: point that verse I use to remind myself of what God gave me actually to use in this life. And I don't, it's to remind me of what I'm supposed to be doing with my gift. And like with my words and all that—that's the whole point, Taylor. Like I fail. Like that's what I'm saying. That's why the scriptures aren't there to be like, add a boy, add a atta girl. Here's where you're killing it in life. It's supposed to be like, <laughs> here's where you suck. Like get it together. <laughs> Constantly remind me when I read it, I'm like, dang it, I'm not using my gift well. I'm not using my tongue the way that I'm supposed to. Go ahead, say heyo. So anyway, I'm just saying. I I know,
0: Taylor. That's the whole point. Do you not get it? No, no, you don't get life verse. There you are think... verses that are very challenging. Like, oh my love, gosh. Your, love your enemies because it's it's easy to love those who love you. Like, I struggle with that verse, not because of the enemies part, but it is, like, Jesus is assuming that it's easy for me to love people who love me. And I just want to point out our relationship. It is not easy for me to love you and you love me. So uh, I'm really uh, lovable. If you but, can say a lot of things about me, I am lovable, Taylor. But here's the thing. i like a I puppy. I'm not good at that, so I can't use that as my life verse. Are you understanding this? Life verse has to be something that, like, connects with your, like, life's mission. Yes. It's like, hey, here's what I'm bad at. No, no. my life verse is not, like... Thou shalt not lie, because I lie all the time. It's called Catholic. No, it's twofold. It's I am a speaker. My whole
1: life is I'm a Catholic speaker. I'm an MC. I write and put on conferences. I do your podcast. I do the radio. Like this is what I do. My whole life is about what I say and how I'm supposed to say it. And if I'm only doing that when I'm on air or when I'm on stage and I'm I'm acting that way, that's not all right. I need to be doing it all the time. Like it's a, it's, it's deep, Taylor. It's not just one little, I get it. Your little brain has to have like a black and white situation. This is complicated. That's why I'm a woman and you're a man. So this is what it is. It's more than just what it seems, Taylor. So yes, it is my life first because it is what I do for a living and it is what I do in the everyday. That's all. It's reminding me of all those things that I have been
0: asked to speak. There are so many other verses about using your gift for speaking that aren't Pointing out the part that you are bad at in speaking. You're a great speaker, you're a great MC, but you do not have a well-trained tongue, and that's my point. What? So like Here's my life verse, also from Isaiah. Ironically enough, only four chapters away. Are you serious? <laughs> yes, I'm dead serious. <laughs> That's I love awesome. it. I shared this I love story it. before, but it was it was many years ago. The I last love that you have a life verse. verse. Isaiah 54:17. I got this from when I was in high school because I've always I've lived a tough life, Olivia Eugene Harrison. In high school, uh, when things weren't going too well, it was actually my mom who gave me this verse. So if you want to make fun of me now, you're making fun of my mom. There. Okay, I can't no wait point. to tell you where I got mine. Go ahead, keep uh, going. Uh, so, I don't care. I'm not going to ask you. I'm so, going to tell uh, you. <laughs> no weapon formed against you shall prosper and every tongue that speaks a- against you thou shalt condemn. I'm a man of perseverance. I'm going to push through all all of the all of the hate. I'm going to push through all of the struggle. And if anybody speaks ill against me, God is the avenger. He will take care of it. I don't need to worry about it. I'm going to chill about it. That's my life first.
1: Mhm. Mine came from mass. I was in Louisiana for my very first like professional speaking gig. And I was feeling really insecure and scared. And that was said during mass and it hit me. And I was like, oh my gosh, I have been asked to do what God has asked me to do. And I said, yes. And I had it engraved on metal and I kept it in my back pocket. And every talk I gave, everything I emceed, anything I had, I would take it out. I would read it. I put it back on my person, like on my person. And then I would like have it with me. It was kind of like, you know, like the feather for Dumbo. Like it kind of like gave me this confidence. And now I don't need it anymore because yes, I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. However, oh, you, don't, you,
0: you don't need the reminder anymore. I don't to need to read it time. every time.
1: You do in my hands. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like I, I have it engraved on my heart. I now know it. Like before I didn't know it. Now I know it. So I don't have to like read it. But yeah, it means a lot to me that whole verse. Like it also puts me in check with my humanity of like, live, get it together. Like if I'm asking, you've yelled at me for the stuff that I've done. And you're like, live, you can't act like that anymore. You can't talk like this anymore. You say that to me all the time. So I have changed and I'm like, okay, great. I hear you. I see you. And I, I'm a person, if you could say anything, I am someone who will take what I don't do well and I will fix it. I do not settle. That is something and someone that I am. So that verse helps me do that. So I think that it's like, I love it. It means a lot to me, it is my life verse. You can't tell me what life verse is, geez.
0: Essentially, here's what I'm hearing. Oh my and this gosh. is the only way that I will let you get out of this conversation. Great. Is that you had this life verse and, and you were living it terribly until you met me. And then I pointed out to you all the, all the flaws and then now you have been working on fixing them. So your life verse, you may have heard it in mass but it didn't make sense until we became friends. Is that where we're leaving this? It has to be. It's the only option. You
1: are delusional, but you know what? That's fine. <laughs> you're I hear delusional. The whole point of this segment is that you're delusional. <laughs> People who have delusions, we're supposed to go with it, right? Like I'm not supposed to fight you on it. So I don't want you to like know that like that's what I, so sure Taylor. That is my life verse and I love it. No, it means here's a the, lot here's the thing. So and I love that your verse is four verses away from mine. I think that's so chapters,
0: great. Four uh, chapters. I
1: love, uh, okay, whatever. I love it.
0: I love that we're in the same book together, Taylor. We are not on the same page. That's we- <laughs> <for> sure. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Okay, here's the game. Are you ready for the game? Oh, I thought that was the game. Okay, great. No, 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 no. Making fun of you is just is just uh, par for the course. There's a there's a it's game that I invented called Life Verse, and I've been using it in ministry for a long time. Just to kind of like there is a point to it, but it's ultimately just silly. I always set it up. I'm like, hey, uh, the Lord God has given me a a, a prophetic gift. And essentially, I ask people if they have a life verse. And if they don't, I said, The Lord has given me a special gift to give everybody a life verse. And what I do is just open the Bible up randomly. And Uh then I read the verse and I say, That's the one the Lord chose. And then I, knowing things about them, I have to connect it to their life. And then, you know, five minutes in, they realize that I'm being ridiculous. Like, you know, (laughs) so so here's the thing, Liv. You like your life verse, but the Lord God has given me a special (laughs) gift. And Uh I want to, I want to, God told me one. That, that fits oh. with you much more. Are you okay, ready for this? Okay, I'm ready. So I, so I I opened up my Bible when the Lord spoke to
1: Let me. Let me see that Bible. Where is it?
0: It's right here. <laughs> so I flipped open to my Bible. To your digital Bible. In 1 in, in Timothy chapter 2. And I looked down oh, and God. I read this verse. Oh, God. Oh my gosh, okay, okay, okay. What I have to tell people about this is, I'm not kidding, I don't prep this at all. I do not prep this at all. I pick a random book, I pick a random verse, and here's the crazy thing, is I think God actually might have given me a gift, because this is insane. If you don't believe me, at least I, I believe don't. me. and That's all that matters. No, no, no. I literally just opened up a random verse, and here's what it says. A woman must receive instruction silently and under complete control. I'm not kidding. This is not a bit. Obviously, life verse is a bit. This is not a bit. And I cannot tell you how often this happens when we play life verse. Uh, you can ask anybody that I've done this with before. That is your life verse, Olivia? It is not my life verse,
1: and I would tag in Allison Sullivan because she would totally yell at you. Right, I would love for you to read that to her. All right, what is wrong with you, Taylor? That is not my life verse. You probably use that to propose to Sam. You're such a misogynist. I've,
0: I've never seen this verse oh, in my come life. Come on, I'm
1: you probably Olivia. have that cross stitched on a pillow and you sleep on it. <laughs> it's <laughs> my <See>? wife's pillow. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. No, you, no, here,
0: you, you Liv, made it for Liv, her. Liv, you did. Liv, you have a shirt. I promise you I, don't I, I will, you. I will. I will. I will zoom back the video. I will show you back the video where I'm just. I'm literally just going through this mm-hmm. randomly. Like mm-hmm. I'm being 100 honest right now. Mm-hmm. I did not plan this. Mm-hmm. Verse. I am serious. Mm-hmm. That's insane. Okay. Here's the deal. Obviously, like, I always connect it to people's lives. I'm not uh, serious. You don't uh, believe yes. me. Yes.
1: How are you going to connect it to my you life, know. Taylor? I can't imagine
0: how. <laughs> it's such a stretch. It, it, it doesn't need any explanation. Okay.
1: So here was Who's actually the plan for this game.
0: That was, like, I'm I'm honestly blown away right now. That I that can't with you. Like so uh, here's, here's the thing. Must be the a slow play- day in heaven. They're all like, this will be funny. And they were really? like, <laughs> No like like here's what's crazy Liv. I I played this game so Sam my previous my yes. previous producer not my wife that my previous Oh yeah producer, that is confusing get yeah, is it all, my sister's also named Sam I live a very confusing life <laughs> but here here's the thing it's weird. this this will hopefully I don't think you're ever going to believe me that I came up with that. I won't. I literally ahead. just scrolled to that and opened up. I it can't believe some... God loves you that much. That's what I can't believe. No, like here's, here's the thing. He has given me a gift for this insane comedy stuff. And I don't. think he likes it. I think he's like, I like you little court jester. He, no, like, like 100%. And like, I, I have people that can vouch. We did it with the staff at a blaze and I did it for everybody. And here's what's crazy. What happened? I did one with, with Sam and she is, she is half black and half white. And, I opened up, literally, I had a paper Bible and I opened up completely randomly. I don't prep any of this because that would take the fun out of it for me. I opened up the <laughs> Bible and, yeah. I, and I just take my finger and I pick a verse and I read that one. The The game part for me is trying to connect it to people's lives, right. but so often it actually, like something like that, like like that's hilarious. That is the <laughs> that is the end of the argument we were just having. And I, I promise you 100% I did not plan that. Here's what happened with Sam. I opened up the the thing. It was Song of Songs. Okay. And it says, uh, I am black and beautiful. And she's half black. And I was just like, what the heck? Like, it blew me away. Everybody's watching. Like, there's no time. You're like Maya my Angelou of, like, Bible searches. Look at and you. What's, what's crazy is, like. You need so a new job. Most of the time, it's silly. But yeah. every now and then it becomes serious. Like there was, there's, there's a guy on, in that same bus trip after we're all laughing. There's like a few more. It's like sometimes they don't work. Like they, they're, they're just yeah. silly. And yeah. people just – it's just fun for me to try to try sure. to connect it. And people are like, yeah, that was stupid. And, it, and we all laugh, right? And then there's, there's, a, there's a guy on the staff whose mom had passed away like two or three years earlier. We had been there for him. We had prayed with him. Like we had walked – literally walked with him through the loss of his mom. And I'm open up playing this stupid game. And it opens up, and, it, and it, I forget which verse it is, but it was like about the loss of a parent, and we got to like talk with him about it, ask him how he's doing, it, and pray with him. Like right then, that's a like cool. stupid game. Like it, it's it's crazy how much how much it, cool. it actually it actually works. So um, said so going
1: to um, minister to me and and uh, through this verse, Taylor, how I is think- God wanting you to use this for good and for His kingdom?
0: Which may I remind you is what God has asked us to do. I think this is it. I think this is how I'm using my gift. You, you, uh, I think, I think uh, in, in the same way that you think you're using your life verse uh, to promote the kingdom, I, I say the same thing for, for me in this gift. <laughs> all right. But what about, well, yeah, connect
1: my verse. Are you going to connect what? my verse? So that's
0: it. You're done? Oh, all I'm going to say is that what you were doing with your previous life verse and just praying through it and sitting with it and reading it often, that's what you need to do with this one. <laughs> I'm not going to say anything else other than read the scriptures. That's all I've said. <laughs> the worst. <laughs> Text it to me, Taylor. I'll will uh, uh, Lexio Divina it. Okay. What we were going to do, and what we will what we will do on like how how we play life verse is what we were what I was going to do. I did not see this going this way. Was we, I was going to have you like pick famous people, or no. you know, uh, and, and 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 I was going to give them a life verse. We don't have time to do that today. So instead, what I want everybody listening to do is. Um, to submit people's names, whether it's if you want a life verse, if it's people that are around the show, co-hosts, guests, whatever, if it's famous people, if it's whoever, like I want to be able to give life verses to whoever. We will do this segment again soon, the way that I actually planned it, because this was insane.
1: I want to resubmitted life first, so someone choose me and I get a new life verse from Taylor. Is that,
0: like honestly live that's that is the second funniest thing that has happened i i you do not believe me a hundred percent that was completely <laughs> random um so yeah submit submit them to me send them over to me at taylor stroll on instagram on, on on twitter uh uh taylor at fortacatholic.com however you want to get in touch with me send me your your list and i will do life first again soon um live that might be the craziest segment we've ever done together um <laughs> Good lord! That I'm was glad crazy. I
1: made you smile, Taylor. Uh,
0: all right, so we're gonna be right back with uh, Father Agustino Torres. This dude is phenomenal. He dressed—he's dressed like a, dre- a Jedi. So don't go anywhere. We will be right back, and I'm going to go like recover because that was insane. Oh, hey, Olivia. One of the things that I promised the listeners is that every week I would put out a YouTube video called uh, Living Room Retreats. Literally all of my events have been canceled. So I have all these talks that I've never shared with people. And I started posting them every week on YouTube. And I've actually been doing it. YouTube.com slash Catholic. You've, uh, y- you've watched all of them, correct? All of them. I made my kids sit down. We popped popcorn. You've
1: saved quarantine for us. How I did really that have.
0: sound? W- which
1: video was your favorite?
0: Uh, the first one. The first one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, What was your favorite part about it? You look really
1: skinny and (laughs) handsome. (laughs) Your beard looked really kept.
0: Like I kept Liv has beard. never watched one of these videos, but all other right, people fine. have. And the, the best review <laughs> or like the best feedback I've gotten from these videos is that yeah. people are like, wait, Taylor can be serious? It's like, yes. Like <laughs> I work at, at church. Like I can't be the clown that I am on the radio all the time. <laughs> Just 90% of the time. 10% of the time I have to be serious. And, I'm uh, still waiting for that 10%. Maybe one. Oh,
1: I'll watch well, your YouTube.
0: If you there go to we YouTube go. Well, I will get because I, yeah, get, like, I still see. get
1: the 90 of the silly. So yeah, okay, you can bet I'm gonna be watching. Thank you for the reminder, Taylor.
0: All right. YouTube.com. Catholic. Welcome back to Forte Catholic, we, oh my goodness we added a guest and if you are watching on YouTube you're getting a special treat. Uh, Father Augustino Torres is here with us today and he is hes, he's decked out in his Jedi robes, and he's got a very fancy hat on, just dancing to this intro music that we got here. Father Agassino, welcome onto the show, sir. Thank uh,
1: you, Taylor.
2: Bless you, Liv.
1: thanks, hi, welcome
0: the number one rule on the show, Father, is that we, we have to love Liv, but we can't be nice to her. And you've broken that one rule. I told you that right before we came on. He's horrible. And you've already broken that rule. I'm He's rule, horrible.
2: I'm a rule breaker.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I knew I liked him. I knew I liked Father.
0: <laughs> I, I love it. Like, when you were texting back and forth, getting this set up, you were like, you know, I'm, I'm not really set up. I don't have the thing. And here, here you do. You come on, you know, wearing your Jedi robes, and you've got the, the Corazon Puro in, in, in the background. We'll talk about that in a second. But, like, you're, you've got a great setup and you're like oh you know you're so humble you're like oh i'm not sure if it'll be good enough it, it's like the fifth best setup i've seen in in four years and, and a year of doing this on video so congratulations
2: yeah, sir. i made top five not bad <laughs>
0: <laughs> so uh it's funny because uh i didn't even realize i didn't put make the connection but you and i met Whenever we did a retreat together this was in the fall back when we did live events still I don't know if people still remember when people we used got to meet together in person. yeah 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 you remember um, but, that <laughs> oh my gosh it was it was for uh, a Catholic school in Houston and we actually drove through live city to get out of the city to go to this to this uh, retreat center and we picked you up from the airport and uh, had, had just had a tremendous conversation with you got to do some ministry with you and ironically enough one of the other people that was serving at that retreat is Brandon be the symbol Morrell, who is the person who supplies all of our music for the show so you were just you were just vibing out to so, to some be the symbol and uh, and wearing a, and wearing a very fancy hat and it, it's just, everything's come together today father
2: It's all life has a way of doing that huh bringing bringing things full full circle what a blessing what a blessing
0: Absolutely so we got it we got to explain the Jedi robes you haven't gone crazy in court. you're not just some random guy that was just like you know what I'm going to do in quarantine I'm going to start looking like a Jedi. You've been dressing like this for many years. Why don't you tell us why? Introduce yourself to us a little bit.
2: My name is Father Agostino Torres. I'm a Franciscan friar of the Renewal. We wear uh, a Franciscan, it's called the Franciscan habit. A lot of people call it a robe. Um, Many people mistake us for Jedis because (laughs) I think they kind of took the whole Jedi garb from us. Um, We're not monks, we're friars. Friars comes from the Latin word uh for frater which means brothers and basically it's kind of like you know when the city started growing and the population centers started moving towards the cities um the holy spirit uh rose up this this uh, response which was the, the the mendicant life mendicant comes from the word of, of beggar and so we take a vow of poverty a vow of chastity and a vow of obedience. Um, and so we we live really simple, we pray really hard, and we serve with all of our hearts, and that's what we do as Franciscan friars.
0: And you're that's doing awesome. you're doing a great job at it. It's 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 been fun to kind of get to know you. Like uh, it was funny because like three weeks after, uh, you and I we're just we're just hanging out, sitting in the back of this retreat center, you know, just kind of chilling out while somebody else is talking to to the to the young people, and we're just like, hey. Uh, there's this event happening in three weeks called NCCYM, the largest Catholic youth conference uh, in the United States. And you're just hanging out with me. And it's like, oh yeah, yeah. Uh, I was like, hey, aren't you like the headliner at that? Like you're (laughs) hosting the largest youth event. And you're just like, yeah, it's whatever, you know? Like you're just like chilling, (laughs) like you're so humble. Um, Like it's
1: Tuesday, no big deal. (laughs) And you're sitting with like Billy Crystal of the Oscars. And Taylor was a little, he was a little, he he was fangirling a little bit. He was excited. Yeah, I no, mean, fangying,
0: right? Is that what it would be, Taylor? Sure.
2: Is that a vampire or something? Fang... Yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I've been meaning to tell you. I didn't want to tell you why we were together so as not to scare you. But now that we're halfway across the country from you. He can't um, hurt we you. We thought it would be safe to tell you.
2: <laughs> no, no. It was a blessing. Uh, I tell you what, I, I came home uh, from that uh, young man's retreat, uh, the, the high school young men's retreat, and uh, I was just telling the brothers there's just some things that that you could do there that that you just can't do Uh, anyway and uh sorry live we can't yeah uh but it was it was beautiful to see these young men uh closer to christ and then a couple weeks later in a totally different um uh environment with like twenty thousand young people Mm. it was uh it was it was beautiful to see how the lord can work in in, you know the middle of east texas somewhere and then all the way in in, um, in this huge venue, uh, but I'm not gonna lie, Taylor. Like that was uh, that was uh, it was it was really challenging because there's so many elements. It's one thing to have a retreat and to kind of be like, "Oh, uh, what's next? Oh, okay, all right, there was a change in the retreat. All right, reroll." Like there is so many technical things, so many moving parts. Uh, but the Holy Spirit works through all that too, and so that all was a blessing as well. And I and I, and I think that it was it was. Uh, I was honored, honored honored and honored to be here.
0: Yeah, well thank you. And and I think the the coolest thing that happened on that retreat was uh, af- after you spoke the line for confession was just crazy long and there was one priest there and that one priest was you. This is a 3-day <laughs> retreat. And literally every time we had free time or meals or whatever, like Father Agostino was hearing confessions. He wouldn't say this, but I will, because he's super humble. But like, this man's a legend. Like, he heard the confession of like, I don't know, three-fourths of, of the 150 kids that were there. And and here's where I come into the story, because obviously I have to insert myself into the story, because that's how this <laughs> always. works. Always. It's always about um, Taylor. We get back to Taylor. At the end of this retreat, like, like all the kids are leaving, every, everything, and then uh, i'm i'm chilling outside father walks up to me he's like man this is a good retreat but like i'm i'm exhausted like i yeah you know, I, I just heard you know probably 100 something confessions or whatever and like and uh i was like so this is an awkward question because i've been meaning to wait until the end to ask you to hear my confession and so like literally he's he's like man i'm tired and you know it was good but i'm tired and i'm like um This is weird, but can you hear mine? And he, like, without skipping a beat, like he was just like, "Yep, let's do it." So we walk back into the, into like where we had had the retreat, and he can't tell you any of this, but I can. It's it's my confession. I can say whatever I want. So we're we're sitting, you know, in this room where we were private, and then like we get to the point in confession where I'm saying my sins. And Brandon Morell, the guy who we were just talking about, does all the music, walks in and just like, here's all the juicy parts. What? And then Brandon freezes and, he, and like his eyes are like, uh, 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 and I just look at him, I'm like, leave. Like, you know, like, not <laughs> like, like, he was Turn this I'm like, I'm like, bro, it's okay, it's okay, we're friends, it's fine. like it's time to leave now (laughs) I love it that's hilarious I've told that story one other time before oh Taylor uh, father has to pretend it never happened but it was hilarious
1: (laughs) he knows nothing (laughs) father knows nothing and I'm sitting here going why wasn't it me why didn't I walk in not a guy geez that's awesome
2: teaching moment if anyone does hear anything that is said in a confession they too are held under the seal So uh, as a priest is held under the seal of confession, if you walk in and you hear everything, you are held under the seal. And I'm informing all y'all's conscience right now Mm -hmm. that uh, (laughs) don't mess with the seal. Let's just put it that way.
0: Okay. Okay. (laughs) I I won't. And that was terrifying. We're all like having fun. And then all of a sudden he's pointing his finger at me. I'm like, okay, I won't. I, I believe you. Father. Done. Uh, so uh, when, we were, when we were chatting before, uh, we were like, okay, what what do we want to talk about? There's so much that we could be talking about right now, especially with, with, I mean, you you've done so much in your ministry and there's so much going on in the world right now. I was just like, you know, what do you want to talk about? And you were like, well, there's, there's this one thing that's been on my heart literally today. And I was like, well, that's perfect then let's do that. So yeah. What, what have you been sitting with and praying with today, Father?
2: I'm uh, sitting praying that, um, you know, it's uh, there's a lot going on, uh, thanks be to God and ministry. There's, a, you know, I think it's so powerful to see how people have, you know, gone to the airwaves and the internet waves and, and are, are bringing the good news. And, and I know, I know for a fact, there are so many people who are encountering the good news, uh, who are asking for prayer. Who a couple of weeks ago, they weren't that that's not where they were at. Some people's reaction to things, some people's uh, reaction to the situation that we're facing, some people's reaction to old wounds, I guess, in the church, uh, their own wounds. And it occurred to me that, um, you know, sometimes our ministry, sometimes our, our, the way we, we serve God can become ideology if it ever gets separated. From an encounter with Christ. So it's like, it's like if what we're doing, if if we if if we do what we do and it's and it's devoid, if it's separated from this encounter with Christ, or at least an attempt, right, (laughs) for an encounter with Christ, like we forget who we are, and then we just do what we do. And then it was actually, I don't know, okay, some of the back, like I was, I was. I was on Hermitage, which means that it was like a time of prayer, and I was just thinking. And I love—I uh, have a—I have a theater background, and uh, and I love Les Mis. Um, oh, yes, I think so good. It is Catholic culture, but like you know, I like it because it's like it's so Catholic, but it doesn't mm-hmm. say it's Catholic.
1: Yes, it's not obvious. It's just, yeah, nice. it's not in your face. Exactly. It's there though. I love that. Yeah, totally. I was
2: thinking about Javert. Yes. He was like the, the policeman who was so like bent on justice.
1: Like the Pharisees. We, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: I was asking like, spoiler alert, spoiler alert. He, <laughs> he took his life. He took
1: his right. own life. Right.
2: And I was asking, why did he kill himself? Was it because he received help from the person that he had sworn to to persecute? Uh, was it because it messed up his whole world or it because he didn't know how to incorporate? Like I was, this was my thought process. If what we do becomes just about what we do mm. and not about encounter with Christ, then we lose what we do. Does that, does that mean- make- Love
1: that. Yeah. We've missed the entire point. And then there's nothing but ourselves there that is filled and that will always be empty. We will always be empty if it's just about us Or whatever our, you know, whatever our mission agenda is, if it's not about Christ and his kingdom, that's the only thing that's going to actually fill us. And I think you're right, especially with that character. I think he was so lost and empty. And by the time he figured that out, I think it just crushed him. I think he absolutely got crushed under that whole concept because his whole life was like this lie, basically, because he was chasing the wrong thing. I don't know.
2: But yeah and it's like sometimes we throw the baby out with the bathwater, right yeah like we're, we're all or nothing something good mm-hmm. but it's at the expense of another good and then yes. and then that's when it becomes bad right you know and like i don't know choose take your pick you know in the past the, the church has had many uh issues and and, and and heresies and divisions and stuff and it usually starts doing really good but they exclude Uh, Another good and like they say well that well that you know, well, I don't know anything about that But I know this is right and like this is like this is the thing with life It's kind of messy and and and, you know, like we we can't forget like our our Catholic faith is so rich Even if it doesn't necessarily fit into our little worldview like like justice without mercy is not
1: justice
2: you know, and this is like hard because like, no, well, this is right. This is wrong. Yes. And then like, but you, what is mercy? Like, it's like, you know, things can be black and white, but then when you talk about mercy, um, it's like, well, well, what does that mean? And it's kind of like, it's almost like this process expands our heart. John chapter eight, when the woman was caught in adultery and they bring her to Jesus, they throw her down. And they say this woman was caught in the very act of adultery. Uh, side note: I thought it took two people to be caught in adultery. <laughs> Where was the guy? I don't know. But anyway, Amen. this Amen. woman was thrown, and then and then Jesus does his thing, right? He draws a line in the sand. You know, right. cue the Western music.
1: <laughs> says, very John Wayne.
2: <laughs> Let yeah. he who is without sin. Cast the first stone, right? Then, Jesus was then, a
0: Texan. I'm glad that you recognized <laughs> Chuck Norris is Jesus. They're the same.
2: And then the scripture says, beginning with the older ones, they left their stones there. And I was like, what an interesting detail. And and I think I mean,
0: like I know
2: we're young, <clears throat> at least uh, we're still young. But um, it's like when you when you get a when you get some experience like it kinda, it kinda changes how merciful you are. I don't know if you, I mean like uh, Taylor, I know you're you're, you're a father, Liv, we, we haven't gotten to that part of the conversation. I have
1: kids, yes. Okay. She yeah. is not a
2: father. Not Taylor's uh, I, kids.
1: I I, I, know. <laughs> I have my own.
2: <laughs> he has his kids, I have my kids. But But that changes you. Yeah. Like you're not the same true um and you know it makes you a little bit more aware of you know the world and you know and I hope it makes you better people but like yeah. there's things in our life that change our perspective and I, I'll share one with me that I was just thinking about um, this weekend I was my father passed away two and a half years ago
1: mm-hmm.
2: and you know I'm a priest I help people get through these things all the time but when it happened to me,
1: Mm.
2: it changed the way I see the world. And I don't know if I can explain to you guys in just a couple minutes, but my point is, is that experience has a way of expanding our hearts Mm. and saying, you know what? I'm gonna throw my stone down first because you're right, Jesus, you're right. I know myself more. And I know that if I follow something just because I'm following something, then it's not something I want to be following because if it's not leading me to an encounter with Christ or if I'm not at least trying to bring that in. Cause I know like, well, how do I know if it's an encounter with Christ? I mean, they're like, you know, I say like, but you're sincerely trying to sustain your response to the fact that Jesus loves you. Boom. Boom. That's what I'm talking
0: about. Yeah. And, and, and it's funny because that was the, that was the last question I was going to ask you. And you just answered it. Just as, I mean, you, you brought up these two words throughout this whole time of experience and encounter. And like, you know, like, uh, you know, the, with the passing of your father, that is a tough experience. And a lot of people like we've all been walking through this, ex- this tough experience of this coronavirus and the pandemic, like just physically mentally spiritually uh, financially like a lot of people are struggling and and like i think that is the encouragement there that you just shared it's like we're all in this experience together and like it has been harder for me personally to encounter Christ in the midst of all this stuff, being stuck at home and masses online, like it is harder to encounter, but but that encounter is still possible, and that encounter is still there. So um so thanks for sharing that. Thanks for coming on today, Father. I appreciate you you taking the time. Uh, why don't you uh, you you've got the background, the cor- corazón Prioro That's the that that's the whitest guy in the world trying to say. That, I was gonna the name say, of your, of your please ministry. stop. Like <laughs> no 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 no. It's also yeah. funny because uh, at the beginning he was like, I was like Father Augustino Torres, and he's like I'm Father Augustino Torres. You know. Yeah. Like, so, tell us a little bit about your ministry and how yes. people can make the can, white uh, people stop connect. talking.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Corazon Puro means pure heart in Spanish, and it's a uh, it's a ministry that began in the South Bronx to uh, to bring the theology of the body to inner city young people, and it's expanded to uh, three different countries. And basically, it's like we're trying to bring we're trying to build up leaders for the church in areas of great need. You know, there's not too many resources that make sense in the South Bronx, and so we had right. to kind of yeah. like, you know, figure it out and uh, and and put it in the words that the people there uh, are understanding. And it's been a great, great, great thing. We're we're hosting a Spanish and an English monthly meeting, the first and second uh, Saturdays of, of the uh, of the month. So check us out, Corazon Puro NYC, or follow me, uh, Orale CP. We'll try to bring. Um, the good news of who we are God's plan for love in ways that young people can understand.
0: Well, absolute pro at this father. Thanks for spending some time with us today. And in honor of you in honor of NYC, we're closing it out with some of Brandon Morrell's music. Uh, I appreciate you coming on guys. Liv and I will be right back for our final segment of the day. Please don't go anywhere or I will be very sad. (laughs) Olivia, you complimented me on something yesterday, which, which blew my mind because you very rarely compliment me. So- oh, for the lo- No, that's you. You rarely compliment me. I compliment you all the time. I'm the nicest person in your life. God, I wish that were true. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, you might
1: be, which is really sad. What does that say about my life? But yes, I did compliment you because you are killing it online on something I don't understand because I'm a girl. But... Apparently, all the boys love it, and you play little video games, and all your little friends from the schoolyard, Kevin, watch you play, and you're smashing it. Is
0: that uh, right? 50% of my viewers are women. Uh, Is that true? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Is it your and, mom? It's your no. mom and Sam no. and Allison. My Who mom else? Re- my, my mom refused to watch. Allison would never watch. My wife will just turn it on every now and then just to hang out with me because I'm ignoring Aww. her while streaming on the <laughs> You're street. You're the worst. But, uh, but I'll no. watch <laughs> it, Taylor. I'll come watch. We crushed it. We, we hit 100 followers. We hit 20 subscribers. Uh, we broke all the records for like most views we've ever had. Uh, nice. so, so come follow 14 the Catholic we're having a lot of fun it's been fun for me because I get to interact with uh listeners of the show that cool. I've never really have gotten to interact with before uh so come hang out welcome back to Forte Catholic I am Taylor Stroll what a show we've had today no one's going to believe me that the first segment was real Everyone believes that Father Augustino Torres is real. That that guy is awesome. We're having a show today. And now we're going to, like, part of me wants to continue playing life first, just to prove to people that I didn't do that on purpose. But like I said at the beginning of the show, we have to to end the show how I wanted to lead the show before Olivia brought all this craziness into my life. What's new? So, uh, Liv, I thought you were the perfect person to talk about this topic with. I want to talk about Failure. (laughs) <laughs> thanks yes no that's perfect you're, you're welcome um so i was reading a book about you were, wait you were reading a oh okay all right okay so no here's the thing i don't read books <laughs> I, 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 was gonna pay, say. I, I pay people ten dollars uh, to read to me for 12 hours it's called audible <laughs> um, <laughs> So on on all of my like pokey walks that I've been taking like when I when I take like my walks with my son we've have, we've have walked 12 out of the last 14 days for at least an hour together it's been a, it's an absolute blast i'm 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 feeling better because i'm not sedentary it's been good it's been good but uh, sometimes when I walk by myself, like at different times or after he goes to sleep or whatever, like there have been multiple times where I just like take a walk at midnight and I'm listening to audible while I'm taking my walk or, mm. or my, or my prayer app. Like I'm trying to be a good person and I can only do it for about an hour a day. So I just put it all together. I'm, I'm walking, being physical. I'm, uh, de-stressing. I'm w- either praying or learning. Like I just put all of my good things into one hour, uh, just to get it out of the way at the end of the day. So uh, I I didn't know if you were frozen or still that you have no reaction to what I say. We talked about this earlier. Like you just don't react I, to the things I say. Oh, anymore. like I,
1: <laughs> I think it's great. I told you yesterday. I think it's really great that you're walking and doing all the things. And I know doing an hour is a lot for you. And I know Chris loves it. So does, I think that's really does. cute.
0: Yeah. So uh, you're a good dad. There have been there have been a lot of uh, a lot of victories here recently. There's been a a good couple of weeks. You know, the first the previous four to six weeks was a a lot of failure involved. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But I I was listening to this podcast book and he's a it's a book on podcasting. I've been helping a lot of other people run run their podcast. I'm essentially producing for a bunch of different people now, uh, not just this show. So I was like, okay, I want to grow in this and, and, and be able to help them out better. Because, you know, I'm already doing everything perfectly here, but I want to make sure that I can translate it over to other people's shows. So, uh, uh, I love how I said I'd do everything perfectly and then I had a brain fart and I was like, uh. Because <laughs> we all know not true, but yes. It's God smiting me, uh, because the only time he talked to me was when we were playing life first earlier. But that's beside <laughs> the point. So, uh. He, he was talking about this app that started so i'm i'm just walking in my neighborhood he talked about this app that started that was um like it was a a whiskey like check in and like ratings thing so it was like one of those things like I, I don't know if you've seen like some some bars have the like oh yeah oh, yeah yeah you, you yes get your name on a plaque or whatever right. you try every one of our craft beers or whatever right correct yes so there was this app that that was there was the same kind of idea, just not yeah. a specific bar. It was like you you checked in, you posted a picture of the whiskey you were trying, and there was a list like to go through. It was like all the best whiskies in the world to to see which one you liked best, and just kind of it was like a little social social media for for that, right? And after about a year, the app failed, and it just, it just, it just wasn't a big enough market, and it just wasn't like. But the one thing that they learned through their failure. Was that? What did people like to do? They liked to post pictures, and they liked to comment on each other's pictures. Yeah. So they rebranded that app, and they called it Instagram. (laughs) Are you serious? That's how Instagram started. No way. Instagram started as a failed whiskey check-in app, and it's now you know one of the biggest social media. It is, and it got bought by Facebook. So like literally, they are the biggest social media. It's bigger than Snapchat. Yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy. That's crazy. It. And like, what like a good like, story. Yeah. I mean, the, the point of it was that like, huh? Some people learn through failure and some people don't. He shared sure. another story about a podcast that started and everybody was gung ho about it and they had their mission. And after like six to nine months, they, they realized that like, it wasn't connecting the way that they thought it was going to. And they quit. Okay. They just completely quit the podcast okay. while Instagram, like they failed, but what did they learn through their failure? They learned that people there wasn't a big enough audience for people trying whiskey and checking in. Like it just wasn't there, right? With all the money they were putting into it, but they were like, "What did we learn? We learned that people like posting pictures and commenting, and now like our world revolves around people posting pictures and commenting, yeah. And so they were able to pivot and do that. And and I and I was just like, you know what? Like that is a thing that I have done well in my life, and a thing I haven't done well in my life is learning through failure. Mm -hmm. Sometimes. Uh, like there's like the whole making Catholicism fun again, kind of came from that. The biggest thing that I struggled with, like every time that I failed, like, you know, wh- I, I wasn't, especially within Catholicism, I wasn't praying enough. I was sinning. I was doing all, all these things. Like when I got into those, and like, by the way, not much of that has changed. I'm still a bad person, but just how I react to it is different now. Yeah. I was just completely taken over by the guilt of like, oh, I'm never going to be good enough. Like I, I, you know, and I wanted to quit Yeah. and, and, and the, that was when God was like, look, dummy, this is why I died for you, because you're a sinner. Like, I, I knew that. When I created you, I knew you were going to be a sinner, which is why I sent my son Jesus, because I knew you were going to be an idiot, and he needed to fix your problems. I was like, well, thanks, and started, like, accepting that, right? Yeah. So now when I fail, it's more like the, look, I'm still sorry, but thank you. Like, you died for my my stupidity before I even committed the stupidity, right?
1: No, I think that that may... Wait, you're just going to stop right there? I felt like you were about to say something like... This is even- how
0: conversations go, <laughs> Olivia. Again, you've forgotten how to react to things.
1: No, I thought you were about to say something even more profound. Like, I was, like, all
0: into it. Well, is this I, I, like I, when
1: I, you talk serious? Is this what it's like, Taylor?
0: Is this well, he, here, all- was, here was the thing. I was talking a lot, and I realized that I talked for quite some time. And then I realized that you were living out your life first very well. And just sitting there <laughs> and listening and, I and learning... But I wanted, I wanted to give you a chance. You're to, to include me. I think that you deserve that. <laughs> Thank you. Wait,
1: I want to. I actually have a question. You were talking about a podcast that wasn't going very, or like they did it for a couple of months and then they stopped. Is there an ending to that story, or that was it? That was the whole ending. Like, are they now like MSNBC no, News no, no. or
0: something? Like like like. They, they actually failed and quit. Like the Oh, okay. Was it's Just that's abandoned. it. That's but that's the, the end of that. But the connection in that story from the guy that was writing this book was that he, he, he was brought in yeah. to try to help fix that, oh. that podcast. And oh. he, you know, he, he came in as the podcast ab, uh, uh, expert and was like, here's, you know, what, what is good about the show and what's not. And what's the name the of things, the book? What are you uh, reading? Uh, uh, make noise. It's a, oh. uh, uh, no one's going to read it. Cause you know, there's like maybe, maybe, maybe the, you know, 10 other podcasters listen to this podcast. They'll read it, but you don't um, know you never it's know. not a mass appeal thing, but uh, <laughs> You're not getting cut back for that. Okay, Use so the like, code Forte. And no, I'm just kidding. But the connection was like he was on that project and he learned from their failure sure. and was able to incorporate like yeah. what they learned into. They they quit. The, pro- the the project was abandoned, but he he's able to share those kinds of things like with this book now.
1: So let me ask you this. When is a time that you had an Instagram moment where you had a failure that turned into something better than what? you originally thought was going to be happening the forte catholic podcast <laughs> no
0: i know but besides like is that it like is that i mean this is it i'm asking yeah i mean I, i've shared uh relatively recently so i'll do it quickly but like the show now is completely different than what it was when it began oh when like, you started okay yeah, so like like when i first started like the goal was to to bring joy to people but i wasn't really doing that it was right. more like a you know like i was talking. it was like it was like a youth night where i was like teaching it was more the serious side right yeah and i was like well this isn't really what i wanted but like i wasn't quite sure how to do what i wanted yeah and that was like the first year of the show the second year of the show producer sam came in she's hilarious she was like pushing back on me and having conversations with me i'm like i'm so much better at conversation then than by just yourself. sitting yeah. here and talking like i even noticed that like doing my talks like mm-hmm. there's talks that I will give live in person that are 45 minutes long. I can do them in 15 minutes in here because there's no interaction with the people. Right. Like, that's where I'm I'm better is interacting with people. Right. And I learned that in that first year of the show and was like, I and, and really just kind of came naturally with, with Sam. And then whenever she left, like that was the moment. I was like, when she left, I was like, what am I going to do? Like, am I going to stop the show? Like it, it can't. Like I was kind of devastated, you know? And then I was like, well, what can I do? I can, and like after maybe six weeks of like sitting in that, like, man, I don't know what this is going to be. I was like, you know what? I'm going to add co-hosts, you know? And I I had the, I added the group of rotating co-hosts and like the show has taken off and it's so much better now in the last year and a half than it ever was. um, And, and completely different than like how I, how the show started, but more in line with the vision of what I wanted it to.
1: Yeah. No, but that's interesting though, that you were able to take that example and that's what I was trying to get you to. And, and you even like applied, not in the same way, but the concept like giving these talks in your living room. Like you've learned about yourself. Like this is where I really like excel. And this is where I, whatever. Cause I talk a lot about strengths and how we're supposed to actually dig into our strengths and not really our weaknesses because then you're just wasting a lot of energy. So like, I think that's great that you're, you you figured out this is my strength. It's with people. It's with interacting with people. That's what I do. And I think that's why like you're doing this whole amazing Twitch video game thing that's an interactive platform for you like so that makes sense but that came out of your failure and i think that that's really fantastic and that's the whole point it's like it's not just applying it to the obvious like oh forte catholic but where else have you used that and then like just kind of seasoned your life with it and i think that that's really cool so i see that
0: so what's your biggest failure in life? oh
1: god are you kidding so nope. many failures it's insane um I don't, I don't know if I have a direct, um, you know what? I don't know if I have, if I have a direct uh, failure that has impacted me the same way that it has with you. I know that when I did stand-up comedy with Jen Fulweiler in Austin, I left that stage and I knew that's what I didn't want to do. And oh, I don't know, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know if that counts. I could have told you
0: that before you started, but you know, whatever. I'm glad you learned it on your Thanks, own. Thanks Taylor.
1: <laughs> My whole life people have told me to do stand-up. and it wasn't because I wasn't. Again,
0: those people like you, but don't love you like no, I do.
1: <laughs> it's not because I'm not good at stand-up. I don't want that lifestyle. Like I, I have no desire to be in those clubs, to be with, um, Like, uh, to hear the things I heard. Like, I'm just at a stage in my life where I'm just like, that's a no for me. Like, if I could, you know, just do it in a different way. Wow, you just
0: admitted that you just, like, transferred into old. That's how old people think.
1: (laughs) Uh, No, it's not about that. It's about the stage of life of knowing, like, what I – like, before, like, I would be – always wanting, I'm such a people pleaser that I would do that at any fault, like to myself, especially. And I'm just not willing to do that anymore. I'm not willing to be in places that I do not feel like is okay. And there was nothing like redeeming or moral or fantastic about being there. And I just knew I don't want to do this again. Like, and I think, you know, if that was supposed to be my boat, I missed it back in, you know, like back in the day, cause I think I would have been great at it, but it's just not the scene I want to be in. So that's something that like, I didn't, I didn't know. I didn't realize that, um, especially because it's something that I've been approached with my whole life. People have said that to me. Um, And so that was, I don't know, not the same kind of failure that you're talking about, but it definitely was something that kind of pushed me in a different direction. I didn't put my energy there anymore. Or my mind energy.
0: Like, all, all, all that being it. said, I'm surprised you haven't quit this yet. Um, it's coming. i just it's coming. <laughs> If there um, were no quarantine, but I've got nothing right. else to do. So uh, So he, he, as I was like, so I, this has been on my mind for, I, I finished the book about a week ago. Okay. Uh, and this has been on my mind ever since. And so many like failures, ha, like failures turning into success, both in my own life, which I've already shared a couple of them. Um, but also like, uh, it's amazing to me, the, the movie 300 and the and the story of the Alamo are actually very similar. They are and very a, similar. Well, I was just like, talking about 300 two nights ago. That's yeah, crazy. Yeah. So, uh, That's I, awesome. I was thinking about the Alamo first. Like literally the thing about the Alamo is remember the Alamo. I used to live a mile away from the Alamo. I could bike there. And, and I often did just like walked around like history. And it's this crazy thing is everybody remember, like literally remembers the Alamo. Yeah. Know, that was the crime. And that like, they lost, like yeah, they they time. in one sense they failed because like literally they sure. lost and they they died. Um, but that they succeeded in that was the catalyst for uh, the 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 Battle of San Jacinto, which mm-hmm. like I went there as a kid, like growing up in the Houston area, like that's we went there all the time, and that's actually where Texas won the war. That's right, and. It wasn't the Alamo, but no one other like no, when I said San Jacinto. Unless you you lived in you grew up in Houston, no like one I knows did. it. Only yeah. Houston people know that. It's like, true. No one knows that that Texas won the war at San Jacinto. And so I was thinking about that. And like 300 is the same thing. Yeah. Super famous story. Super famous movie. And like they didn't win there. They won somewhere no. else in Greece. That only people in Greece know. Just like only Houstonians. I don't know. I don't. I don't live in Greece. I don't know where they won. But it wasn't there. And all of these failures, we don't remember the actual victory. We remember how people dealt with the failure mm, and that's how like, their sacrifice in this case and their failure in that point, like helped other people later. And, I've talked about it on the show over the last couple of weeks. I mean, I'm just enthralled by this "The Last Dance" uh, documentary with with Michael Jordan. I'm, oh, I know you're not I've big, heard
1: amazing yeah, things. I great. haven't watched I, I, I know,
0: it. I know you're not a big sports person, but like, no, but I'm not like not a big
1: sports person. It's just I don't live and die for, it, but I do love sports, so I wouldn't yeah.
0: mind watching it. It's, I mean, it's phenomenal. I mean, he just took over the culture. It's like even non basketball fans were were watching him. And the thing that that is crazy is like he is known as the most clutch player of all time. Like Kobe's up there. LeBron's actually super clutch, even though he has a, a reputation of not being clutch. Like he's like, th- these are some of the most clutch players of all time. And Jordan specifically, they're talking about it. And like, like I, I, I should have pulled the numbers up. I forgot, but like he hit somewhere. Uh, I'm going to get the numbers wrong, but he hit somewhere around 30 game winners and shot 300 like game tying or game winning shots. And it was very similar for Kobe who was also known, but like, hitting those 30 to 50, however many game winners they actually hit is what made the famous. They hit them like 10, 20% of the time they missed 80% of the time. And we remember them as super clutch and like as heroes, like, like literal, literal basketball heroes. And like they, like Michael was talking about how often, like people don't remember how often he missed game winners. It's the success. And I was like, golly, like, we think of the saints like people think of Michael Jordan—that he Ooh. hit every game winner. That Ooh. that he hit, right? Yeah. The saints did not hit every perfect note. Right. <laughs> they, did, they, they didn't always avoid sin. Right. They messed up just they like we're They were very human. Do. If if we're going to be like 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 our saints, it's not going to be because we're perfect mm. and and kind of stuck in that failure. But like Michael would miss a game winner. Guess who was taking the game winner the next night? It was in Michael's hands, and like, sure. and like that's what I was just sitting with that, and all of the failure, and all of the like, you know, Second Corinthians, like my grace is sufficient in you because my power, God's power, is made perfect in our weakness. So I was just like, you know what? I know my weaknesses. I'm gonna accept them. I know God loves me anyway. I'm gonna still work at it. I know I'm still gonna miss, but I- I'm gonna hit more uh, the more I try. I, I love was happy. That. That. I love that you. I will say that you know Aww. what? I don't like you, but I love you.
1: Thanks,
0: Taylor, because um, you have to. <laughs> I do have to. I'm contractually obliged. That is our show today, Olivia. Thank you so much for hanging out with me. Thanks, Taylor. All right, I'll be back next week. Say it. Uh, hey, uh, Taylor! Ali- no, shut up! <laughs> Olivia! <laughs> Olivia! Hello? Hello Hi, there? Taylor! Have you yeah. noticed anything different about today's commercials? Yes, I have. I uh, don't, you haven't I don't told me to have. buy lip balm or socks. I have not asked people to buy anything. During this you coronavirus, haven't. no one no one has any money. We've all lost all of our money. <laughs> Uh, so I, just 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 do things for free. Just do things for free, and that's okay. all the things you can do. You can give Got a it. rating. You can go follow on YouTube. You can okay. go follow on Twitch. All for free. Okay. All right, but bye now. Bye. <laughs>